self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode ball head scallywag ain't got no head back jail the weep the your head's fucked up where the hell three six mafia come from because we were talking about project Paris. <laughs> i could not stand three six mafia because they had this they had these tweeter tweeter sounds in their music Every single one of their songs had that. Every single one, at least between like the night the nineties and going into early two thousands. If they changed that, I don't know. I ain't listened to it because that was in every song. I don't know why. When I heard that shit, I just listened for that. Lil White too, his his album, which I did listen to, had in it every song. Who I don't remember Lil White. I liked his album for some reason. Couldn't remember a song from it, but <laughs> I liked it. Anyway. I just thought Chicken Head was like the funniest shit I ever. That was such a funny I wonder song. if they came up with that word. Bark, bark, chicken, chicken. Chicken Who head. was a chicken head? What's a chicken head? Uh, what kids now call a thought? It's the equivalent of thought. You it's didn't a, want to be a chicken a head. A 90s thought. It was a 90s thought. What was a 2000 or 2010? I don't know. I'm sure that in was Texas a bopper. It might still be a bopper. Oh yeah, but that's just Texas though. Yeah, what about that, it, I, I feel like it was something. I just can't. What think was of what before it was. thought? It was whatever was right before thought, but I can't. Language changes so quickly. I know, right? But yeah, Chickenhead is just '90s thought. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I need y'all to go to the website www.conversationconartist.com and check out our articles that we talked about today our current episodes as well as, well as our old episodes I want you to scroll over to the left side where that little mail envelope letter is and leave us some feedback subscribe to our newsletter do something I don't really care what <laughs> but you can find me on twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point and I can be found at red underscore calamity um, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationclientartist at gmail.com. And we have a letter, a question that I'm going to let Mr. On Point take. Uh, before I do that, I want to go, I want to go ahead and let y'all know, uh, subscribe to us on whatever you're listening to us on. And leave us some kind of feedback, uh, please. Let us know how we're doing in this endeavor of podcasting. And be nice. <laughs> you don't gotta be nice. Do I have to be nice in return? Do you? No. Okay. Of course not. All right. Well, be don't honest. Be, nice. be honest. Honest is valued over niceness. Okay. That's not honest. That's true. But Red gonna get that ass. <laughs> I won't let you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, you should return honesty for honesty. So this question comes from somebody that attended Prairie View A and M, which is an HBCU in Texas. And I don't know if y'all know what's going on, but it's a whole bunch of white people doing blackface lately and being exposed. And there's a picture going around of this girl 
with a Prairie Review A&M shirt on and like electrical tape all over her face like a mask. And the caption says, just trying to fit in at my HBCU. She'd have felt real shitty if her skin had come off with that <laughs> fucking tape. Who takes their face? But tape don't do that. What tape you ever seen done that? What is the the best tape? Um, duck, it ain't duct is it tape. Duct tape. Duct tape. I don't. People who have been like kidnapped and shit. When that stuff stale, you long enough, it's hard to get that shit off. I mean, I'm sure she didn't walk around like but that. She should have. She wasted a lot of fucking tape. She did to be fucking racist. Anyway, the question is is multi layered question. So. What kind of consequences could should this girl face? Uh, the difference being that she attends an HBCU and not a private white institution. The second one, is, the second part of the question is: she is in an environment where black people are around her. Have they potentially enabled her? And what is the responsibility of black people in this situation? Let me just start by saying to 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 our white listeners: listen, if you have black friends and your black friends allow you to say nigga. And your black friends allow you to make black jokes and they're cool with that awesome good for you and your friends but i just want you to know that your black friends are not the representatives for the race so outside of the context of the conversations with these friends you might get your ass stomped out for doing that same shit. that does not go across all these lines with every other black person so don't think just because your friend gave you a free pass to do that with them that it means that you can do that with anybody because the people who don't know you are not going to feel the same way so don't take that as well my black friends let me do it because you still gonna get fucking stomped out um as far as what the responsibility is or what her punishment should be i just don't know how you you go to a HBCU. And for those of you listening who may not know what HBCU is, it's a historically black college university. And do some shit like this. I don't know in this case. I mean, it's hard to say. I don't know that she was being malicious in this, considering that she's the surra- Well, she might have been. I don't know. Um, if she was malicious, she is bold as fuck. It's something she just went up to the lines then and took the meat out of the damn out of the front of their mouth. Listen, <laughs> let, let me just do a sidebar here. I'm from Talladega in Sylacauga, Alabama. A young white boy in a, 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 a Sylacauga high school was on Facebook talking shit about the recent shootings and how if he was the police he would do the same thing and how if black people don't want to get shot then they need to start being better and when people like they need to get out the hood and so people were coming and were like you don't know nothing about the hood why are you speaking on it and he said you're right i don't know anything about the hoods because my parents have jobs no government assistant you know just talking mad shit so he got his ass stomped out. They didn't kill him, but they beat the shit out of him. And so then his parents got on the news. It's all over Silicon News anyway. Um, talking about how it was a hate crime. And all he was doing was taking up for the police. And these people just making it seem like he just was like Blue Lives Matter and got stomped out. So now all of his uh, uh 
comments on Facebook are circulating around and you can see what a fuck boy he is who thought he could be bad on the internet now realizing that Silicon is a small city and you got your full fucking name on your profile and you go to this high school not hard to find you so some of them are bold as shit because they think they can be through the internet and won't nothing happen to them so I can't say for sure that she wasn't being malicious but let's say she wasn't let's say she really just thought that this was funny her black friends had given her the confidence to think that she could just do whatever and it would be fine I don't know that I, I would say she should be expelled in this instance considering where she goes to school maybe this would be an opportunity to just sit her down and educate her I don't know now I'm not gonna say the black people that have a response to this part except as far as the second part of the question I'm not gonna say that the black people have a responsibility to do that shit because honestly and this is just my personal opinion at, at this point in 2016 you should not have to be educated why fucking blackface is not okay i don't understand why this is still a thing i really don't i really do not understand why every other week some white person somewhere takes it upon themselves to wear blackface and then act like oh my god where are you guys so mad i don't get it when people get an ass about it like at this point you just should not be fucking doing blackface and being surprised at the response. Not gonna say you hate, you can do what you want. Do blackface, but don't be surprised when people get in your ass about it or you get fired off your job because of it or you get kicked out of your school because of it. You can do whatever the fuck it is you want. I just feel like at this point, it shouldn't be a surprise that it's a problem. So if you choose to do that, you should also, you also choosing to accept the consequences that come along with that badass decision. I don't know that I don't know I don't know that she gets a pass because she's at a HBCU I don't know if getting a pass is the situation but I don't know man I it's really I just imagine it's difficult being a white person at a HBCU but also the kind of white person that would go to the an HBCU must have the kind of personality that would be able to deal with it. Like, I don't think it's a lot of just straight-laced suburbs, John Deere hat-wearing motherfuckers going into HBCUs. That's true. They I got just, to be comfortable with black people to a certain degree. It's hard for me to really care about that argument only because that's the life we live all the time. Like, in most situations and circumstances, we can a lot of times be the only black people in the room. And we have to acclimate and just deal with it. So why should she, you made a choice to go to a black school. You should deal with it the same way that we have to deal with every other fucking facet. Like, if you don't go to an HBCU, you might be in a class with nothing but you, maybe two other black people in a room full of white people. We're expected to acclimate to those circumstances. She should be able to do that shit too, especially considering that you chose to go to this, this school with all these black folks. Like you being uncomfortable because you're the lone white person is how most black people feel every day of their life, especially when they go on to work and shit. That's a lot of people's reality on a daily basis. And for more than just the four years of school, this is for the entirety of their career sometimes. We have to deal with it. So white people, that might be listening I want to tell you something there are a bunch of different types of black people in how they respond to race and racially motivated things as to where one group might find it funny 
and silly and know in their heart and you know that you're not racist and you don't mean anything negative by it your intent was to get a laugh to some people it ain't a laugh to some people it's you need your ass whooped you know to some people it's you need to be expelled and you can't just let one small group of people determine how you're going to act because what you do represents every black person you know what I'm saying like what you do any black person can look at it and perceive it how they want to because you're being black you're not being a person just being black and that is every black person they all can get to whoop your ass if they want to. Like they did you that know? boy at Silver Conquer. I guess the component <laughs> of it being an HBCU, we are forgiving people. You know that, right? I know we are. We are forgiving. We are. Totally. We have forgiven, so to speak, our captors, neglectors, malnourishers, murderers. Yep. We forgave them. Now, I don't know if it's genuine or not, because maybe we were forced into it. I think, or maybe we were forced into it, and over time, it's become more genuine than not. I mean, shit over in India, Shiites and Sunnis is still fighting over the same kind of shit. They killing each other. They look the same, and they killing kids and stuff over ideology. We forgiven that shit, you know. And so, I just imagine at HBCU, black people. Just gonna be more forgiving and it's not as a bigger issue. Hopefully she'll learn a lesson from this. Again, white people, I'm telling you, if your group of black friends allow you to do things, again, cool. Good for you guys. But just know that that does not transfer to every black person on the planet. And so outside of that circle, you still need to realize your place in the universe. (laughs) And don't step out of line. And also remember, that there is a small subgroup of black people on that campus that will whoop your ass on site right now still. Don't matter how well intentioned you was. It don't matter about the apologies. They like whoop your ass. That little white. And it may, what makes me mad about the Silicaga thing is that for the people who haven't seen his, uh, his comments and shit and don't know, his parents are on the news making it seem like legitly like that he was this good kid who just cares about the police and he got beat up because of it. And that is so not what the fuck happens. He was being rude and racist and a little asshole and he got his ass whooped for it. But they're not telling that. They're spinning it to make it seem like black people just attacked her poor little white son. No, I'm telling you. He was to them, that's true. To them, that's true because the shit he was saying to them weren't racist. Yeah. That's what's going on in America with the Black Lives Matter and the police brutality. We just crown wolf like a motherfucker. Like, we crown wolf. You you, you the boy that crown wolf. You seen that shit? Yeah. I mean, I saw the Disney version, so it was three pigs <laughs> and a, you know, an no, actual wolf, you know, because, you know, they use animals for shit on Disney. But, like, we crown wolf. We just joking around saying, hi, we're just playing. They weren't really brutalizing us. We were just, you know, but... It's going to take some serious shit to happen for them to be like, oh, god damn, the police is fucking folks up. But you know what? It's going to have to be under the realm of they fucking up citizens. Yeah. 
Like the police gonna have to kill like five white folks in a row that's unarmed for white people to start being like, God damn, <laughs> it is an attack on citizens. They never gonna acknowledge it's an attack on black people. I don't think so. I don't wanna say it's an attack on black people, but it's just a actions of the police that are disproportionately affecting African Americans currently. Yeah. And that's fuckery. Well, I'm glad that they have evidence of his bullshit. Um, and I listen, people, what you do online, folks get screen caps of that shit. That shit lasts. You can delete it all you want. If people get screen caps of that shit, it's going to go viral and people are going to have that forever. And he was really being, I got mad reading the shit. I don't even know him. So I could just imagine to the motherfuckers who know him and live in the city or maybe go to school with him. They was probably like, I can't wait to get little Timmy. Wait till we get back to school on Monday. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. Got so, his ass. Yeah. Oh, white people, Halloween is coming up. Don't do blackface. Don't do brownface. Don't don't even not do brownface. Don't even do stereotypical costumes of other cultures. There's a million things that you could be. For Halloween. Like, there's so many fucking things. You can literally be a dish and a spoon. You can be the dish that ran away with the spoon. There's so many things that you could be that would not be offensive to other cultures and other people. So just do those things. And guess what? You can be a black character without wearing blackface. We will know who the fuck you are if you just dress appropriately. Because... You know, people aren't that fucking stupid. We get who you're supposed to be. There is no need for you to paint your faces. And if you paint your faces, you're going to get shit for it. So if you decide to do it anyway, just be prepared. And don't act like you're surprised that people are upset. Listen. Because again, 2016, you should not be fucking surprised that people get mad about blackface. Stop doing that. Listen, there's only one exception to being able to do this shit. Okay. That's if you are actually fucking racist and willing to admit it. <laughs> if you actually racist and you just want to paint yourself up like a coon and call yourself a racist that painted itself up like a coon this year, then you can do it. You know, otherwise, don't paint yourself. Listen, if you got on a multicolored shirt from the 90s with some old jeans on and some Converse with a hat with four colors on it with the front of it flipped up, I'm just going to assume you Will Smith from the Fresh Prince. You don't got to have a brown face for me to, to know. If your costume is clever enough, we'll know who you are. Pretty much. You being brown ain't going to help if your costume dumb as fuck. <laughs> no, <it won't. laughs> a clever costume, you'll know who you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know what? You, yeah, you wear a yellow shirt and a chain and some jeans and a hoodie with bullet holes in it. You Luke Cage? I know that. You could be white and do that. Shit's amazing, by the way. If you haven't watched Luke Cage, you should. Luke I just Cage. started. I'm only on episode three. I have got to watch this Fuck, shit. Fuck, listen. Okay. Let's wrap up the question before I get it. I'm going to talk a little. So, I hope that answered her question. <laughs> if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Luke Cage is fucking the blackest show you are gonna watch this year like everybody in this fuck is is black the background the characters in the back everybody's black like when you say it's the blackest show what does that mean as far as having a ton of black characters 
and even the background like everything about it, it's set in harlem like it's just black as fuck like it's black tons of black people so it looks black as fuck it looks black as fuck okay um it doesn't it has like the drug and the um like kingpin type thing but it even that is approached in more like a mafia type way than the traditional way like it ain't like a new jack city kingpin he's like more suave he's a badass um i'm not gonna do any spoilers for people because i know mr on point himself hasn't watched it either but i've only watched two episodes so i couldn't like give too many spoilers anyway but i will say uh colt was his first name that plays Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. It's fine as fuck. Black ball headed dude. Amazing. Um, and Alfred Woodard plays a very good cricket politician. She usually plays these nice characters, so it's funny to see her like cricket as fuck. And it's just so far I am enjoying it. And it's just black, like the extras, everybody in this shit is black. <laughs> like, it's just full of like Atlanta. That shit shut down Netflix. After it came out, Netflix crashed that night. I can believe that. Because a lot of people have been waiting on this, right? Mm-hmm. To drop. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting on it to drop after I've seen that preview. Bulletproof black man in a hoodie. Right now, where we at as a country, is fucking amazing. I just, it's amazing to watch. So. Cool. He walks around in a hoodie. And you can shoot him and shit ain't gonna happen. But you're gonna just make it mad, essentially, is all that's gonna happen. It's amazing. And those are not spoiler alerts. If you didn't know that about Luke Cage, I mean, you didn't like watch of, Jessica Jones or you don't deserve Luke Cage. That's like me saying Superman can fly and you being fucking surprised. Like, I feel like that's one of the things. <laughs> yeah, that's his that, thing. <laughs> that's his thing. So I, that's not a spoiler. And if it is a spoiler, that's sad. Um, you're just a bandwagoner. Yeah. But um, Kim Kardashian got robbed. Kim Kardashian got robbed at gunpoint. What they take? I don't know. Do we know? I just no. But I do know that Kanye was in the middle of a concert and somebody came on stage and told him about it. And he was like, "I gotta go, family emergency," and motherfuckers were mad. Now let me That's say this: bullshit, though. What do you mean? That's that's bullshit. What's bullshit? I don't know, man. I don't. When she was she was all right when they got the call. When he got the call, yes. But that's a trip. Where was he? She was in Paris. I don't know where he was at. So I'm just saying, what did he do? Go to the hotel and just sit there with her? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, they were all in Paris. Oh, I don't know if he I was just in assume his. If he's at a concert and she's somewhere, I'm, I assume he in a different country. Maybe. If she in Paris, what he do? He, went he to couldn't that? go fly to Paris right now. Why he couldn't? What on a private plane? Yes, he could. He's Kanye. They have the money to do that shit. You couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Kanye can do that. They can't get in the air that fast going across sea overseas in a private jet. Are you sure? No, nah, yes, no, they unless unless he always prepare for potentially having a fly over there and put himself on a manifest to potentially fly his private jet to Paris if there I mean, are issues. I mean, that sounds ridiculous enough for Kanye to have done it, so I don't know, but, okay, y'all know I don't fucking like Kim Kardashian. I've made no qualms about that, but 
I don't wish that's one of my biggest fears is being held at gunpoint so I don't wish that upon her I feel bad for her I don't like her but I don't want that for her and I get why Kanye left to go be with his wife yes he couldn't do anything yes she was okay but if you are on stage and somebody come up and be like somebody just put a gun to your wife's head you're gonna freak out a little bit I don't know that he was gonna be able to continue to perform with that knowledge in his head and I don't know if she had the kids with her or what I don't know if it was just I just know somebody they pretended to be police officers to get access to the room and then they held her at gunpoint I don't know for how long and they were not actually police officers so I guess I'm thinking about this from my personality perspective if if I was married now I could subscribe if I subscribe to how you feel about Kim Kardashian I would say she's an attention whore so she was always going to call somebody (laughs) right away to try to get some kind of attention from it I don't subscribe to that because Kim Kardashian don't even show up on my radar I don't even know what she is to me she's just a fucking blob of life okay (laughs) with no name no identification no shit so I don't it don't register to me but if we using yours I, I understand but if if I if I was married and my wife was at a very important conference in which she had to give a very important speech and I got robbed at gunpoint and at that point it was over, it was okay, I would probably call somebody and see where she is with her speech or how it's going because the last thing I want to do is negatively influence her emotions through something that she's obligated to do. But I think you're looking at that through the lens of a man. If it was the opposite way, like women... I'm, I'm thinking about if I had got held at gunpoint I would and I was married I probably would have done the same shit like you need to get your ass here now are you going to be able to do anything for me absolutely not but I'm going to feel the most unsafe at that point than I have ever felt in my life and I'm just going to want familiarity in the form of you it yes I'm sure she had the police yes I'm sure she had guards whatever the case may be but in that moment you're gonna feel unsafe as fuck so I'm gonna want you there where is the limitation you know what I'm saying where is the limit to when you if he's the president and he's like or what if he <laughs> what if he by his his father's bedside that's about to pass away or that's what different if, like, than being at a concert well I mean I'm just saying that's this could have for for a president or for somebody else important this is a Nobel Peace Prize for somebody else this is a a career changing life changing speech for Kanye having to be a concert but for some people you might have to make a decision as to where what would this cost them at the point that I'm fine you know what I'm saying like but are you fine when you get held not emotionally you're physically out of harm's way you're physically out of harm's way but emotionally again that is one of my biggest fears is being held at gunpoint and not knowing if I'm gonna live or die in this situation like I can't even imagine and again y'all know I don't even like her ass so for me to be saying this and to be able to relate to her I feel icky even being able to do so but I get it. Like I don't. I think this is one of the few times that she was not being a teach attention seeking. That she was just legitimately a woman who was terrified and wanted some familiarity around her in the form of him, some safety. He's her safety. Your husband becomes your safety. He's the person that like, you know, you you feel like is gonna protect you from the world. And so 
when that safety gets threatened, you're going to want something familiar. So I get her. Now, her them coming on stage, he had a decision to make at that point. He could have finished the concert and went after but he decided that that was important enough for him to leave and go be by her side. Well, I guess the thing is, if I was having a speech or having a career changing moment or something that's going on important in my life, if somebody came to me and said, this is going on with your wife, I would leave. Or if I stayed, or if I was like about to go on to a speech that I had to speak for 30 or 45 mm-hmm. minutes, I would just be doing, I do a, have a horrible speech. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I would, but like, that I guess that's where my perspective comes in. I would put myself second and her first in the context of what I think is important. And I think keeping her, allowing her to finish whatever she's doing would be more important to me. Especially if, if it just means that they get there 30 minutes later or an hour and a half later. But again, you are much more of an emotionally stable person than most people. You're the same person that had to get counseled as part of your program where was told that you were perfectly fucking fine. They didn't say it like and that. And couldn't use any counseling. They didn't say it like that. But that is essentially what they meant. They got close enough. Yes. So this would be a different situation for you either way. I am not a super emotional person, but again, if I fuck if I ever, ever get held at gunpoint. That's going to be the most emotional I have ever been in my life because, again, that is a fear for me. And I just cannot imagine what goes through your mind because you don't know if you're going to leave this situation alive or not. They got guns. What reason do they have to allow me to fucking live? I got to wonder if this is the end for me. And then once I get rescued, like, I just cannot imagine the emotional toll that that takes on somebody. And I don't even know how long they had her captive, but... To go from thinking, oh, it's the police, let me let them in, to, hey, bitch, we gonna, <laughs> this is a holdup kind of shit. Like, again, y'all know I don't like her ass, but this is a situation in which I actually am empathetic towards her because I cannot imagine how scary that must have been for her. Um, even with as vapid as a person as she is, I, I wouldn't wish this on her. So hopefully she, you know, will recover emotionally from this. But I saw something earlier where she um she was seen in New York and she got like a shit ton of security around her now. Which I'm sure she's gonna overcompensate for quite a while after this. And she gonna be surrounded by goddamn. It's probably at Kanye West orders anyway. She probably ain't got <laughs> nothing to do with that shit. I'm sure. Oh, whoever this, whoever let them in that room, <laughs> they probably in somebody's basement with their feet in some water with an Asian dude with some, whatever the sponges be oh, that yeah. they be using. That they electrocute you. Like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that shit right there. That's happening to that motherfucker. <laughs> he might not even be alive. He might have disappeared at this point. He might have. Kanye West got to disappear your ass money. He does. He does. He do. So. That that's one of the only times that I would probably feel bad for a Kardashian, but I don't need that. That's just a terrible thing, and I wouldn't wish that. You got to be careful about going to these doors, man. Like there was a woman um, in Hoover, close to the mall, that park at the Galleria. Did mm-hmm. you hear about this? No. She goes to the door and let somebody in, and they sexually assault her. Let me tell y'all something. 
if you don't call me and ask me about coming to my house and just fucking show up, you're not going to get in. That's not, I don't go to the door. If Kingston start barking because there's somebody at my door, I ignore the shit out of that because I ain't expecting nobody. I don't go to the door. Daytime, nighttime, I don't give a fuck. If I didn't call you or you didn't call me and say, hey, I'm going to stop through, you're not getting in my shit because I live alone and I am not about to fucking let open the door in the middle of the night. Even if you say you the police, I'm going to need to see some shit. <laughs> like... I don't even know that I would let them in because what the fuck is you knocking on my door for in the middle of the night? I ain't seen shit. It's nighttime. I was probably asleep. Nope. I'm not going to let nobody in. So not that not victim blaming because obviously you should be able to open your door and not get sexually assaulted. But I don't understand the mindset of going to the door at night and opening it for some random stranger. I'm not going to fucking do that shit. Like if kids start barking. I don't even tell him to stop because I don't even want them to know I'm home. I just be quiet as fuck. If I hear a knock on the door, nope, not going to it. You better call me. Don't show up to my house. Do no drop by. No pop-ups because you will not fucking get in. (laughs) It's not going to happen. Unless you are somebody special. Ain't nobody that special you know, in the world. If your mama came up to the door and you knew it was your mama. No, my mama know the If call. you know your mama drove all the way her ass down here, your ass is going to open the door. She will call because she knows that I do. She's glad that I do this. You know how worried. You know my mama called me three times and I don't pick up. She be about to call the fucking FBI. She knows the, the drill and she knows that I don't come to the door. She would call me and be like, hey, I was in the city. I'm outside. And I'm her about phone to knock died. on the door. Her phone dead. She ain't gonna stop by my house. If it's during the day, she might. But at nighttime, I she don't, don't drive at night. Mean. No way, do she? She don't because she can't see. So it would only be during the daytime that my mama would uh, would knock on the door. But ladies, if you, especially if you live, even you need if a you security don't, system. Why do I need a security system? You just need. I don't know. It just seems <laughs> like it'll be more comfortable for you to have cameras and be recording everybody that come by. <laughs> Hell, so. Well, I don't. That's the thing. Like, I you come by, you're literally because you're one of the only people in the city that I know. So you come by my house. That's pretty much it. Anybody else is coming from out of town, which means that there is some planning in that. So I'm expecting you. Nobody knocks on my door. Like I don't ever have that happen. Nobody just randomly knocks on my door or like. Even like trick or treaters, because Kingston Bart, if he hear anything, that's what he does. So even like trick, he gonna scare them off things. <laughs> and as soon as they knock, he bark. But I don't even that. I think the apartment complex like gives out the candy for the kids. They don't even come knock on your door. So yeah, no, I don't have that that issue. Like I think maybe that's happened once or twice, and it's been during the day, and it's been Jehovah's Witnesses, and I don't go to the door, or like I had um. Some white girls knock on my door, and I ain't even. Oh, I I peeped out the blind and asked them what they wanted. These bitches were asking, "Come on, we just moved in, and we were wondering if you have Wi-Fi, and we could pay you ten dollars a month to get on your Wi-Fi." What? No, you could call Charter and set up a fucking account. Ten dollars a month. Them bitches better go how? <laughs> what are you talking about? Ten dollars. We give you ten dollars a month. You better take your ass to McDonald's and get on their Wi-Fi for free. Why would you listen? 
why would you even do that? Because what if I get angry, upset, and change the password on that ass? You're fucked up. No more internet. Even if we had a verbal agreement, I let them use it. Get your account. Mm-mm. Not for no damn ten dollars. <laughs> you better. Your ass better come. Up. What they need to do is ask me how much is my bill, <laughs> and I'm gonna say why, and they're gonna say, well, we want to, you know, hijack your Wi-Fi a little bit, but we kind of <laughs> wanted to be fair to how much you're paying. And I, you know, I let them know it's a hundred and twenty-five dollars. Ten dollars? What? Ten dollars for one-time use, nigga? <laughs> Ten dollars? That'd be so disrespectful. I just say no from that point. That's on. all they offer. That's I how disrespectful like, it no. is. Ten dollars? No. Y'all just trying to save money. Unlike me, who is actually paying for this shit. <laughs> Ten dollars. Well, they were women, and I ain't even opened the door for them bitches because I don't know if Johnny is behind, around. You know, I can't see around the corner. I could just see if you were in front of my door. I don't know if Johnny around the corner waiting to fucking bum rush me. I don't know you bitches, so I ain't even opened the door for them. I don't open the door. I have seen too much, and I know people ain't shit. And Kingston is not a real fucking guard dog. Let's just be honest. He'll bark and scare you off, but if you get in the house, I'm fucked up. So I'm not going to let you in the house. So, again, not victim blaming, but ladies, if you live by yourself, don't be opening the door. If you ain't expecting nobody, I, I hate when people be like, I don't, I don't know, I'm not expecting anybody. Let me see who it is. If I ain't expecting you, I don't give a fuck who it is. Not coming in, not co- I don't even go to the door. I don't even go to the door. So, I don't even be knowing who it is because I don't give a shit. You wouldn't call to me. You didn't send me no text message and say you on your way. So you not getting in? I go to the door. I don't go to the door. And I open it up. Mm-mm. And if the good Lord is determined the way that I'm gonna <laughs> die is from a motherfucker stabbing me in the gut thirty times, <laughs> I'm gonna be in heaven mad as hell, wondering what the hell went on with that situation. Okay, but Mm-mm. I'm gonna open the door. I don't open the door for nobody again. If you gonna come through, stop through, you better fucking call. Cause don't just come knocking on my door. You're gonna be standing out there looking crazy. Mm-mm. Niggas is crazy now. I can't mm Nope. Can't even do it. Can't do it. Okay. So yeah, poor Kim. Poor Kim. This is gonna make Kanye even crazier. Shit. Poor you know kids. that, right? The kids is gonna suffer be the ones that really suffer. He gonna have them with bulletproof vests on and shit. It's just gonna be terrible. He gonna go way above and beyond what has to happen regarding this situation because he's Kanye and that's what he does. I guess so. Them ugly ass clothes. Every time I see his clothing line, that's the beiges, like boringest ass. It looked like uh, it looked like Star Wars shit. <laughs> it does. It looked like the fucking. Ewoks. <laughs> it look like shit them motherfuckers be wearing. <laughs> His clothing line is the worst. It's the worst. Like he could have done way better than. Uh, it's the worst. It's just I don't. And then it's expensive as fuck. I'm not finna pay for these rags. Book of Eli. Book of Eli shit. Yep. Oh my god. Anything, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> any desert? Is it any deserted ass, homely ass, apocalyptic ass? Yeah. That's what it looked like. Yeah. That's what his shit his shit made for. And it's expensive. The fuck? No. 
I don't he care got, if I was a millionaire. One of his wardrobes costs more than my whole wardrobe. And he talking about he just want to make it accessible and affordable to people. To who? Motherfucker. Fucking Jada Smith. Ass. Yeah, exactly. Who would wear that shit proudly? Yeah, he would. <laughs> they, I them Smith kids. I just won't even get that. You know what? Because... They make the, they make stupid shit sound good. You can always make stupid shit sound good. They'll be like, you know, this piece has earth tones, which makes us closer to the earth and the environment, and the holes inside of it accentuates my blackness by showing more of it. Like they make shit look good. Like they make it sound like, bitch, that's a shirt with a hole in it. What are you fucking fucking talking about? I don't give a fuck how expensive the fabric is. It got holes in it. It's like them fake deep prisoners on piece of fish that every big word they've learned since they've been locked up, they put in their profile thinking that they sound intelligent as a motherfucker. And it's like, no, that's how I knew you was in prison from reading this. Because nobody uses these words in regular. Like, first of all, you didn't use them correctly. And secondly, nobody even uses them in regular conversation and definitely not on a dating profile. It's fake deep. You sound even stupider than if you had just made it plain. <laughs> if you're going to be fake deep, you at least got to have real grammar and spelling. You do. That's a necessity. You know mm-hmm. you said piece of fish instead of plenty of fish, right? Fucking AC Blow, because he <laughs> makes fun of the site all the time, and he call it piece of fish. And now I've gotten used to saying piece of fish. <laughs> plenty of fish is the name of the site but he say piece of fish all the time and it fucks with me plenty of fish i just want to make sure nobody put piece of fish in the website thinking it's a new fuck will pop up if you put piece of fish i want to know right now (laughs) probably some bullshit i'm sure piece of fish is probably a thing you're gonna look it up ain't you Uh (laughs) before this next story yeah he's he just make it we he wait a minute he called it piece of fish there was a, a, another stupid ass name that he had that was even worse than that. Oh, what piece of. I think it was a certain, a specific type of fish he would say. It was something else. It stupid. don't exist. Piece of fish don't exist. Mm-mm. He would say, he just made fun of the site because it's a joke. And I just got used to saying piece of fish. It ain't a joke. Yes, it is. Oh, it ain't. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's not a joke. Yes, it is. People are a joke. <laughs> the website ain't nothing but fucking code and pictures and words that's all put together that gives you a verb or, or, or aesthetic web design. That's all that website. People. People are totally People are the joke. fucking problem. Oh, my God. Idiots. Fucking idiots, yo. If you need a good Blame laugh. for dudes, then prostitute pages. Say what? Prostitute pages. It's prostitutes for y'all and like dudes in prison or married men for us that are on there trying to find them a side piece. <laughs> we, we also got crazy, crazy, crazy women. I put specifically on my profile, no gold teeth. I swear to you, every motherfucker with gold teeth. Send me a message talking about what you got against gold teeth. What the fuck does it matter? I said, don't message me. And here we are. <laughs> Why would you want to be with somebody who disagrees with something that you feel that passionately about? If you feel passionately enough about them goals in your mouth that you feel a need to question me about why I don't like it, you don't need to be with me anyway because I don't get you. You need somebody that like your goal fronts. I'm not huddle. 
I'm going to make fun of you incessantly. And my family will too. If I, I can't even imagine bringing home somebody to Thanksgiving dinner with gold fronts. My aunt, they will pull me to the side and be like, is you okay? You all right? What's going on? What's I will up? roast. What's up I with will eating? roast that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not in a bad way. That's your decision. I ask him <laughs> if floss can fit between them. Do they do like individual? We yeah. ask questions about cleaning and somebody, the teeth. Somebody responded and said, what did, I don't even remember what he said. I said this before it on the was, show. How do they clean their teeth? It's and like somebody some responded. kind of solution in a rag. Peanut yeah. from the Place Your Name Here podcast. Yeah, he responded and answered my question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I was wondering how they cleaned them if they used like jewelry cleaner. <laughs> I'd be like, is that like 24K? Is that 18? Like, what carrot go in your mouth without your, you know, body juices like deteriorating that gold? Uh, it's just a bad. Again, it's to each their own. There are women out there who I, I've had clients who love gold fronts. That was one of the things that attracted them to their mate. So it's women out there that love it. So why waste your time on one that who, who don't like it? You know, why try to convert me over to the to the to the apostles of of gold? I don't what, for what you know. Just find somebody who likes your gold teeth. I'm not her though. I am not her. I can't deal with that, and I just imagine it to be unsanitary. I'm sure it's not, but that's just in my mind. That's what I think of when I see gold teeth. So I can't deal. So just find somebody who can. I'm not her, and if I put it in my profile, I'm really not her. So the fuck just don't message me i can't tell you how many messages i get why why you got something against gold teeth or i only got two gold teeth i said no gold teeth none what about regular teeth that are yellow as fuck that's even more disgusting (laughs) you need to see your dentist immediately (laughs) your teeth should not be yellow as gold but it does still fit in your guidelines Technically, I feel like I sh- I see people who have on their profile that you have to have good hygiene. I feel like that's one of those things I don't fucking need to say because I'm 31 years old and you are probably somewhere around my age. And at this age, you should just be taking care of your hygiene. Like I shouldn't have to say this to you. This shouldn't have to be a thing. So I didn't put that in my profile because I feel like that's one of those common sense things. You shouldn't have butter beans in your mouth. Again, some people don't care. I am not her. Okay. So, yeah. So Michael Che, Saturday Night Live. Oh, white people. He he said nigga on Saturday Night Live. Now I would say the N word, but Louis C.K. said when you say the N word, it just make the person on the other side have to say nigga in their head. <laughs> so you disrespectful as hell if you say the N word. Not nigga. <laughs> but he said something along the line. They were talking about the national anthem. And he said, if I was white, I'd be proud of the national anthem too. You know, because, you know, white people have always praised it and been proud of it. He said he expect white people to support the national anthem like he expected Felicia Rashad to support Bill Cosby. You know, because to y'all, Bill Cosby might be a racist, but to her, that nigga made me a whole bunch of money. That's literally what he said. And that's what he said. And white people got upset. So, I feel like I've said this before. I do not understand why white people feel entitled 
or feel slighted that they cannot say this word. For everybody out there who feels slighted because you cannot say nigga without it being a problem, I want you to ask yourself why you give a fuck in the first place that you cannot say this word. You can say any word in the whole English language. Why are you so bothered or feel so entitled to say this word and get upset? Most sub, most groups have a word that is used among the people within that group that if other people say it, it's offensive and other people just know not to fucking say it. And we won't say any of them because no, they're offensive and we shouldn't say exactly. them. Exactly. So I will say I have gay friends. Now, my closest friend is gay. He, I've never heard him use this word. I don't know if he does use it, but I've heard other gay people use the F word. Now, if I say the F word, it's offensive. That's a word that was used to degrade them that they took and now they use it amongst themselves. And it's offensive if I use it. So guess what? I just don't fucking say that word. And I don't feel no type of way about not being able to say that word. It doesn't keep me up at nights to say that word. And if I hear one of them say that word, I don't say, well, why can't, well you guys can say it. Why can't I? I don't want to fucking say the word. I get it. That's the word that y'all use. I don't have to be able to use it. I don't feel so entitled that I get in my feelings about not being able to say it. Do you know the origin care. of that word? No. The F word? Mm-mm. Back back in the day when they used to burn witches, mm-hmm. the sticks that they used to throw under there to burn the witches was called the F words. Mm-hmm. And they used to, gay people would kill too. Mm-hmm. Except they didn't get like crosses or no special platform. They got through in there with the fire. Mm. So they became synonymous with the sticks. The sticks, yeah. That's horrible. It is. So why would I want to walk around saying a a fucking word with a history like that? Just like why would white people want to walk around saying some shit like nigga? That has the history that it has. I always just want folks, like, think about why you feel some kind of way that you can't say this word. Like, why is that a big deal for you? Again, all of the words that I cannot say because it's offensive to other groups, I don't give a fuck if they do use it. I cannot use it. That's just the way it is. I accept it and I move on with my life because guess what? I have a very extensive vocabulary and there's tons of other words that I could use and I use those words. And I don't feel no kind of way about it. I don't get why you get so upset about this. But that's one thing. It's one thing to get upset about a word that black people get mad about. But I think white people who are angry are mostly angry because white people who say it get drug under the mud and Michael Che is supposed to get a pass. I think that's why they mad. I think they mad because, oh, y'all ready to fire a white person to get a white person fired from their job for putting that word or things related to it on their media profiles and all these different things. But you overlook him saying it. Is Michael Che black? Yeah, he's black. Oh, okay. Well, there's a difference. So how you feel about nigga? How you feel about the word? I used to be of the mindset that, like, I wasn't gonna say it. It, it was too hard. It's too much in my vocabulary. <laughs> I don't use it around certain people, but for the most part, it's just too much a part of my vocabulary. I, I get why it's used the way that it's used amongst us. Again, it's the same way with the f word for gay people. 
It's a word that was used to degrade them that they took back, and now they use it as a way to speak to each other. It's a friendly word used among them in the same way that we took it and made it a friendly word that we... Now, some people... There are black people who still get offended. That's why I think the word was reappropriated to a degree by a large group of black people because when something is used against you to hurt you, if you claim that thing or reclaim it or take it, then it can't do the harm to you that it once did as now because it's been diluted. It doesn't mean the same thing it meant before. Because you don't hear it in the same negative way. Most of the time when you hear it as a black person, it's coming out of the lips of another black person in a friendly Shoot, way. Shoot, white people too. The most... Yeah. White people probably mostly hear it now when yeah. black people said each other yeah. and when Michael Chase said it on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably when white people hear like they probably I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if you got a racist granddaddy or a racist uncle or aunt or a racist daddy that say that stuff all the time, maybe that's when you heard it the most. But for the most part, you hear it because we're saying it. I hope so. Because otherwise, (laughs) that means it's just a lot of unchecked racism that go on in folks' families that we don't know about that they just pretending don't exist. For their argument's sake. Now, me personally, I have white friends. I do not use it around my white friends. And the reason that I don't is because I don't, I'm not comfortable. I'm not going to be comfortable when they say it. I'm not one of those black people that just like, one, I don't want you to get comfortable with me and then get your ass whooped because I care about you because you're my friend. Secondly, it's just weird. It's, it, it. No matter how, whether they put the N-I-G-G-A instead of the E-R, coming out of those lips sounds different to me. So I don't use it because you can't use it, I guess. So just to be fair, in those circumstances, I don't use it with my white friends. I don't. That's my decision. I know that there are a lot of people, black people, who feel differently. And if your friend is your friend and you cool with it, I'm not one of those black people. So... I don't use it around my white friends so that they don't have to decide whether or not they're going to try to use it around me. I, um, I mean, the same way like with, with my gay friends, I don't use, we're friends, but I, I don't use the F word. I, I don't. I know that it can be used in a friendly manner, but I also know that when it's used in a friendly manner, it's amongst them and I'm not gay. So I don't use it like and again, it don't hurt me. I don't get upset about it. I don't ever be like, well, you guys say like, I just don't I don't understand that mindset. It never bothers me. I don't care. Any group, any word that's used amongst a group that's friendly amongst that group that is not friendly. If I use it as somebody that's not a member of that group, I don't give a fuck about it. And I don't get why people get upset. It's just the epitome (laughs) of hypocrisy. To have, for a culture to have created a word that is so derogatory and to use it in such derogatory, negatively connotated ways. And when a group of people find a at least neutral way to use it, you mad as fuck. (laughs) Like, don't say that word. If it ain't used to degrade you, <laughs> don't, don't use say it. it at all. <laughs> like, that's how I feel the situation is. And this don't apply to every white person. But if you are a white person that is mad that somebody like Michael Chase, a nigga, on TV or anywhere, knowing the context of the word, mind you, let me give you the context of the word. Word 
reappropriated. That means taking it away. This is a word that white people used exclusively at one point in time. Now black people use this exclusively. That is a shift. That means that this word was taken at some point and used to be connotated negative or connotated more positively. That might not have been on purpose. It might have just been taken to call other black folks niggas to degrade them as well. But at some point it just switched over to being more positively connotated. Now, what that means still with a word of that magnitude, that word is still going to trigger trauma for a lot of people in their lives. And for some people, it doesn't. And so they use it positively. So you have a large group of black people that don't like the word, don't want anybody to say it. There's a large group of black people that say the word proudly and will continue to say it. That is a dynamic that exists within the African-American culture. But regardless, we say it and you shouldn't want to. And the context under which some people say it ain't meant to mean nothing. When white people say it, even if it might be intended to mean nothing, your skin color is a problem in the situation. Which is the way it is being black in America (laughs) all the time. Exactly. (laughs) I just, oh God. You mean I can't do this because I'm white? Yes. Yes, motherfucker. Yes, that's what I mean. You can't do that because you're white. I'm sorry. You were born with the wrong skin color to be able to say nigga. The right skin color to be able to do every single thing else in America, but the wrong skin color to be able to say nigga. one thing you can't do. This and blackface. These two things you can't do. And it's like the end of the fucking world. Like some people get so in their feel. Well, you guys say it. Why can't I? Because we're going to whoop your ass if you do. That's why. Is that not enough of a reason to save your life? Just don't do it. And again, white people, if you have black friends that allow you to say it, cool. Amongst your friends. But do not think that that is going to translate to other black people because there are black people who don't know you and don't even care if you do mean it in a friendly way. They just don't want you saying it. I had to let my cousin's white girlfriend know what's up. And she was cool. You know, she was just saying it around the house, you know, like it wasn't no situation and none of us cared. We got the temperament to be able to deal with stuff like that. But one day I was like, I feel like I'll be doing her injustice (laughs) if I didn't let her know what was going on. I was like, listen, white girl's name who I want to say, listen, why do you say nigga around us? You don't have to answer. Either you say it because you want to feel a sense of camaraderie and closer to us, which we already fully accept you, so you don't have to do that. Or you've been waiting your whole life to be in a place where you can say this word to test it out and see how it feels, but you haven't had an opportunity to, and this is the first time you've gotten to do that. Or it could be other reasons. But what I will tell you, because I feel like I'm responsible for letting you say this shit, that might not go so well in anybody else's house or in another environment or with other black friends but you do know that this is a bad word to say around black people right and she was like yeah I know well I just want to let you know that you know that if you say this around the wrong people in the wrong time at the wrong place it will not turn out well for you (laughs) she said okay I understand and she, she got that word I don't know if she actually understood But in that instance, I felt like I was setting her up for a situation (laughs) by not stopping and telling her. And every time she said it, I cringed a little bit and then went on about my day and cringed a little bit and went on about my day. 
and I don't even know how to explain it. It it just feels different when they say it. It just does. It just does. Which is again why I don't say it around my white friends because I don't want them saying it because I don't want that feeling, that cringe. I'm not, again, I'm not one of these people who gonna whoop your ass about it, but it does create that cringe. I have the same. It just sounds fucking different. I it just, just know does. it just trickle. So this go back into the first question we had, the, the listener letter mm-hmm. we had talking about what is our responsibility in that situation, mm-hmm. in a situation like those. It's going to trickle over into something bad mm-hmm. because what's going to happen is I'm going to let her say nigga around me. She going to go out in her environment thinking that black people is cool if she say nigga or at least if she tried out to see what happened, she going to say it. She gonna get two black eyes and a busted chin. She gonna come to my apartment and say, "Hey, I thought this was okay. I'm gonna say no. I should have told you before this happened." And you know what? Some black people is gonna get confronted by the police for doing that shit. Yeah, it's the same way for them fucking YouTube pranks where they go in the hood and do you seen some where they oh, take yeah. people's phone out their hand and yeah. some where they pull people pants, try to pull people pants up. Yeah, who be sagging and shit. It's going to be like that. A white person is going to get murdered and a black person is going to do life for it because it's going to go on a camera because it was a prank. Yep. But you know what? They went poking the beast and black people was going to pay for it. So it's difficult to balance out how to send white people out in the world that you know of because it can come back on some black folks real bad yep. themselves. It so can. it's like I'm going to educate everybody I know. If you go out and do that shit, you deserve that ass whooping because you had the knowledge. But I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. Again, just because your friends let you say it does not mean that the rest of the world feels that way. And just to err on the side of caution, don't do it. But white people, I this, let me tell you this. All white people. Wait a minute. Is it all white people? No. White people that are mad <laughs> about this situation and white people that are confused about it. Listen. Black people is going to say nigga to each other. And those of you who saying stop saying the word, everybody stop using it, that ain't realistic. Nope. Everybody stop eating chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That kind of mass movement ain't realistic when it comes to ideology, <laughs> when it comes to verbiage, when it comes to things of that nature. It's not realistic. Okay? Ain't nobody finna stop saying no kind of word. Unless every single person gets some kind of dog collar chip installed in their neck. And if you say a certain oh. word... Do you know how painful that shit would be for black folks? Oh my god. Exactly. It wouldn't even be fair. Because, it would hurt. because white people only want us to stop saying it when it don't harm them and we get the chip and we almost be fucked up from it. Like, how is that ain't even fair? Motherfuckers be calling in to work. Like, I got shocked too much yesterday. I can't even come in. No, nah, you go to work and then just say nigga and then just get shocked and then be like, I gotta go home. I can't function properly. Most people gonna say nigga get shocked and shit on themselves. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Oh, that would be a terrible world to live in. I done said nigga in this podcast more than I said the whole time we've been doing the damn podcast. <laughs> I've been trying to be good. <laughs> listen, we didn't you, say it at all at first. I consciously didn't say it at all at first. Listen, if you if you listen to this podcast and you know me and you're a white person. Nigga is in my vocabulary, okay? <laughs> I don't say it around you because it's inappropriate to say around you. 
It's only it's not even appropriate to say around black people that I don't know if it's cool to say nigga around yeah, them around. Yeah, because some black people do not like that word. Yeah. Some pe- black people find it offensive for you to call them that from anybody. So it's not okay with everybody. And so I only say nigga around black people that I've heard say nigga or I know are acceptable of me and my nigga tree. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want you to look at me and think that I'm wrong somehow. <laughs> That's what I don't want to do. Just like Michael Che. At the end of the day, white people, y'all got to be all right with black people saying nigga. And y'all got to not want to say nigga. Yep. Why but, do you want to? Again, examine your life and figure out why the fuck you feel some kind of way that you are not entitled to say this word. Why do you care of all the words that you can do? I think you need to take a look at yourself and say, what is wrong with me? Am I that entitled of a person that I feel like I should just be able to do whatever it is I want to do? And if it's something that I can't do, I get upset about it. But the thing is, you can do it. You can say you can sure. say nigga as much as I can go up and slap a police officer. Yeah. But when I get my ass whooped, I know what it was for. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It, that's why, you know, Pretty much. for a white person, it's because you said nigga. For me, it's because I slapped the shit out of a police officer. I got my ass beat. That goes for quoting song lyrics. That goes for quoting to I I I don't know if any white people watch the Boondocks, but that's a show that'll get your ass kicked if you wait. Cause any of the the dialogue has nigga in it. I mean, there was nigga moments, literally <laughs> nigga moments. I mean, it's some good ass sayings with the word nigga in it. Yeah, it is. And white people, I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably shouldn't even say how in word you gay. You know no. what I'm saying? Oh like, God, from Atlanta. <laughs> no, from well, from that, but from Boondocks, nigga, you gay. Oh God, yeah. Like, Riley was constantly saying that shit. Just like <laughs> the episode of The Office, y'all need to go look up this clip. It's an episode of The Office where Steve Carell, not Steve Carell, but one of the characters, they told him to reenact uh, Chris Rock uh, comedy segment where he was saying um, black people, there's black people and then there's niggas. Mm-hmm. And the white dude at the beginning trying to react it with reenact it was saying, well, he was saying that there's this black people and that there's these other kind of black people. <laughs> And then, and then Michael Scott came up and was like, "You're doing it wrong. Yeah. You're telling it wrong." <laughs> he he, yeah, he came out. He just said it straight up. Look, you can't do that. <laughs> can't be him. <laughs> you will get consequences. I don't know what they are. It depends on the friends. It does. One of them might just cut your ass out real good. One might give you a, a good schooling about it, which will be me. And in some context, you're gonna get the dog shit beat out of your ass. <laughs> and you know what? You are a human. You don't even have dog shit in you, but it will come out. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. It's going to be ugly. So just don't do it. I know a lot of the songs are catchy, and I know you want to sing them the way that they play, but don't do it. <laughs> or do it in the confines of your home. If that's what you want to sing in the shower, okay. Don't do that shit while you out but here if you do, around if in the you world. But if you doing it in your house, make sure you do it aggressively and make sure you do it angrily. Get all of the nigga out your system away from black folks <laughs> so that when you get out, you all refreshed and happy, but you're going to feel guilty a little bit because, you know, but what you're going to be doing really is conditioning yourself to say it one day without even thinking about it. And then they're going to look at you crazy and everybody in the room going to be looking at you and be like, what? What? 
What? What I say? <laughs> you ain't even gonna know it. So you probably shouldn't say it, but I understand. We cool as fuck, black folks. We are. So I, I get understand. why you would want to emulate us. But yeah, no. I get it. There are just uh, of all the things in the world that you can do. This is just one of the millions upon trillions of things that you can't. Just let it go. Let it go. It's not a big deal. Um. Have you ever you play games? I, I know you play games. I do indeed. Uh, me and Red actually started Uncharted Four uh, for her, which we are going to finish, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and have you ever heard of the game Mafia? Yes, I had it. Mafia One or Two? I had one. Ha- do you know anything about Mafia Three? I don't. Mafia Three stars a black dude. In what looks like pre-civil rights era. Oh. In which I think one of his black family members might have got killed and he trained his whole life to kill white people that were racist now. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. (laughs) And there is actually gameplay footage that is showing you as a black man behind a whole clan rally with a cross burning with an AK-47 about to shoot them all up. That is amazing. If it ain't never ever been a game that came out that was a sure buy for me, <laughs> I'm buying Mafia fucking three. I'm sorry. That's amazing. I gotta buy the shit. They let them make that game. It's a lot of racist white people mad. I'm fucking sure they are. Clansmen are gotta be angry, like because to them, the clan is a fucking Boy Scout club. To them, yeah, to them. Except instead of building, you know, rafts and I don't know what the fuck Boy Scouts do. I don't know. Let me know if you know what Boy Scouts do. But instead of building shit that Boy Scouts build, they building crosses and burning them in people's yards and shit. Which I never fucking understood. You're supposed to be these great Christians and all of this shit. Yet the thing you decide to do is to burn crosses in people's yards. Listen, listen. The fuck Red. kind of sense does that Red. make? The Bible don't say you can't burn crosses in people's yard. I mean, I guess it just seems a little blasphemous to me to just be burning a cross in the name of hate. The fuck kind of sense does that make? The Bible say love your neighbor, but if a black person don't live next door to you, you can hate them. I I must have missed that. that. Bible loopholes. Bible (laughs) loopholes. The Bible got a lot of loopholes. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's amazing about Mafia 3. That is totes It is. I I, did not know that. It's a story of black retribution. And so... The fact that they allowed that game to be made is what... What do you mean? I just feel like... They got Grand Theft Auto. They got all these games. Resident Evil 5. You play Resident Evil 5? I have it. All of the people you killed in that game was black. They was Africans. Every one of them that had a virus in them. Just killing niggas the whole game. But people kill niggas in real life. Like, I'm I'm just surprised that the white people at the top of the chain green-lighted this killing of, of white folks. That's just amazing to me. I'm just surprised listen, that it was listen, allowed to Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> to be fair to the game company that allowed this, there is probably a way to complete that mission without killing the KKK. Now, just because you happen to be a character with an assault rifle that is black, the character and you, 
that could pull the trigger on them if you wanted to, you probably can. <laughs> that the company ain't saying that you should. The company just set the scenery up. <laughs> you do whatever you want to do. You can sneak around behind them if you want to. I'm sure. So it's but a choose me, your choose your own adventure. <laughs> yes, that's what games are in most instances. Choose your own adventure. But me, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna throw some grenades in that bitch. <laughs> I hope they got some Seymours and shit that you can plant around because I'm going to shoot in the air and let them run at me and then boom, when they step on the mines, they're going to blow the fuck up. I don't know what kind of weapons they're going to have in that game, but it's going to be some white sheets tonight in that, some red sheets tonight in that motherfucking game. Some red, white sheets. Oh my God. That's amazing. Let me know when you get that game. How would that make? I don't know. I don't know. It's a game of black retribution. And I would, you know, the world gonna call everybody who playing it racist. Okay. My friends on, on on Xbox Live gonna be like, "Hey, what mission are you doing? Are you killing the white people yet?" <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Listen, man, why are you framing it that way? You mean, am I enjoying the game? Yes, I am. There have been white casualties. <laughs> there have been white casualties. Oh my God, that's amazing. I did not know that." You should you should see. Will you let me know when you get it? That I gotta see. I gotta as far buy it as now. Uncharted is concerned, that game is like Tomb Raider, and it infuriates me in the same way <laughs> because he just do unnecessary shit. He is a fucking treasure hunter. He would be dead. <laughs> the shit. There the, is somebody out playing, there that can do the shit he doing. Where is this human being at? Because they're amazing. Because he would climb in fucking mountains barehanded, dropping down and not even like no scuffs on his hands. <laughs> Tom Cruise did it. Mission Impossible 3. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? What that got to do with it? He didn't do it in real no, life. No, Mission Impossible 2. Which Mission Impossible did he start on that cliff? 2. It was 2. I don't know. Um... He did that shit. Denzel Washington choked Aretha Franklin. Really? I saw this. If if anybody anybody that has a Samsung phone with, with Google, you know that they have the cards that give you all these news stories. Mm-hmm. And I look at my cards from time to time if I'm bored. And I saw a story that was titled Denzel Washington chokes Aretha Franklin. Now, I'm thinking this had to be satire. Because that does not sound like the Denzel I know. Um, and, and then when I saw that it was posted by the New York Post, I was like, what the fuck is this? So apparently a young man named Denzel, his, his government name is Denzel Washington, choked his mother. And his mother's name is Aretha Franklin. That clickbait ass shit. And he got upset. And he choked her. And Google Cards gave you this? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> and I was like, what the f-? I knew it couldn't be, like, real. Y'all stop naming y'all kids this shit, please. I met somebody named Freedom. Freedom. Man. And I, I really... Because I'm one of the people who like, and I know people with weird names hate people like me, 
But I'm one of those people that says like freedom, like freedom, <laughs> <laughs> freedom. Okay. They get to be mad though. They can be mad. They can be mad at you and their parents because they just suffering the consequences from some decisions that they don't agree with <laughs> that they had no choice in in, in uh, making. What were you going through that made you decide to name your child Freedom? Shit, incarceration. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> it's a lot of shit for capture, <laughs> hostage situation. <laughs> It's a lot of shit. Lord. That, it was just, I, I try not to do that because I know it's annoying and I know people don't name themselves and I know it's their parents. But sometimes I just be like, really? I, I just hate when people get mad <laughs> when you don't know their name from the jump or when you do that at the beginning. Like, bitch, I didn't know your name before you told me. <laughs> uh, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's Freyodum. Thank you. You know how that shit be. Yeah. They put a bunch of lines over the shit. <laughs> but when they have a name that spells seemingly normal and, then and you pronounce it weird. some kind of way, they be like, uh, it's not Michelle, it's Michelle. Uh, motherfucker, 99% <laughs> of the Michelles that spell the way yours is, is pronounced Michelle. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now your name mean Michelle. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I just, I again, I think I said this before. You can name your child whatever you want to name your child, but what you have to understand is that in the world that we live in, they are going to suffer the consequences if you choosing a stupid ass name. So it, nobody's telling you you can't, but what we are telling you is that you know, little freedom might have trouble have getting jobs. Little freedom might have trouble when it comes to applying for college. And yes, I know, I know all of you who have fucked up names or who have named your kids fucked up things are thinking to yourself, but if my child has the credentials, if my child has the ability, if my child has the grades, and in a utopian ass society, that would be the case. But we all know we don't live in utopia. And so what's gonna happen is that your child gonna be judged off jump from that fucked up ass name that you gave them. So yes, you could totally name your child what you want, but just know that you setting them up for failure. And, and I you think know that's what? fucked up. You know what? I interview people for my business. And if your name is John versus if your name is Dantravius and Everything else is the same Credentials and personality and everything You know what It's just so much fucking easier to write John <laughs> It is Now using that logic If your name is John Gertrude Winkle And his name is Dantravius Jones <laughs> Dantravius might win <laughs> I'm just letting you know That's just variables I don't know It could be any of those things Yeah I mean, I just I don't get the whole my I don't my my birth name is one of the plainest fucking names in the world. I like to think that I am unique as shit though, despite that fact. I don't get this whole I want my child to be unique. Your child is gonna have whatever it is you put into them. You want them to be creative, you pour creativity into them. You naming them something fucked up does not is not gonna determine what kind of person they are going to be. It's not gonna make them any unique than Susie down the road. It's just not. That's not 
raise your child the way you want them to be. How about that, motherfucker? Like, the name ain't got shit to do with that. I don't understand that. And guess what? It's billions of people on the planet. Somebody somewhere is going to have your child's fucked up name more than like, unless you just really come up with the most fucked up name there is. And really, should little Johnny have to live his whole life being called something crazy just for the sake of it being unique? I would also take into consideration the nicknames that you give oh, them. Even if you give them a normal ass regular name, please don't let your kids go around here with nicknames like Lil Booger. Or Titty Boy. <laughs> Fuck. Or Booty. <laughs> I got a friend, his nickname is Booty. That's really sad. Because when his friends come around and you calling them Lil Booger, they're going to be like, what the hell? And then little Booger going to get around to school. And then your son going to have to whoop your ass. I'm sorry. That's just. <laughs> and they might not whoop your ass because they respect you. But it's going to go through their mind. It is. It's going to go through their mind. It Don't is. set your kids up for that shit. I didn't even have nicknames. I didn't have a nickname. Me either. I mean, since I've dyed my hair red, that's been my fault. And I hate that. I cannot stand for you somebody who doesn't know me. If you know me from the podcast and you call me Red, that's one thing. But niggas, niggas love to do this. What up, Red? I hate that. I cannot stand that. You get used to it. I don't. And I, my hair's been red for like three, four years now. Well, because of my beard, people be like, Rick Ross? Oh, yeah. Or because I'm big, they be like, big man? Lately, because of this new internet, dude, big fella? What's up, big fella? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's terrible. That's all. It is what it is. I don't. I can't stay. If you call me red off jump, I'm automatically not going to like you. You do I it don't to want, yourself. I'm not going to give you my phone number. Like, off jump, you just fucked up all your chances. See, what's going to happen is a dude going to come up and call you red. You're going to go off on his ass. And he going to be like, but I like the podcast. And then you're going to be all fucked up. I'm going to feel bad. <laughs> so if you meet me and you know me from the put, make sure you say that shit up front. <laughs> call me Calamity. You call me Calamity. You don't have to call me Red. You can call me Calamity. But I only call you Red. I just say Red. I don't, I don't. They're going to take out. They're going to go after what I go. <laughs> I, what I do. Say something about the podcast <laughs> in the same sentence as calling me Red. Red, I love the podcast. I will know that's where you're getting it from, and it's not just because my hair is red. So if you wait too late to introduce the podcast, you done <laughs> fucked up. Cause she ain't giving you no more chances, even if you come back. I promise you, she say she might say she wish she ain't. I fucking hate this shit. I do like, and I never expected that that was gonna happen when I dyed my hair red. Never crossed my mind that motherfuckers was gonna start referring to me as red. Never crossed my mind till it started happening, and I was like, really. It just never crossed my mind that they were going to start calling me red. Well, or so I have had niggas because I usually have my hair in a big fro because that's how I like to wear it. I done had motherfuckers come up to my son, "Hey, soul sister, really, soul sister? That's them hotel brothers." <laughs> hey, soul sister, did you know that? Our blackness originated up under the pyramids where we laid the foundation for the greatness that lied above. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, no. Uh, I can't. I can't. It's the worst. Like, that and people asking me to touch my hair or just touching it. 
because that's happened. I have been These in a line. These kids keep grabbing my beard, especially little babies. <laughs> Like and they don't even know what's going on. Like they don't even know about personal space and bubbles. Like <laughs> if I'm around a little kid, they just be like, "What the fuck is that? He never seen that shit before." <laughs> because it's likely that it ain't many people in their life that have a beard that you know is longer than their arm, damn near. So, I think I look like a cartoon character to kids, and so then that's why they turn around and they're just like, "Ooh, oh my god!" I don't even like sitting in booths. Because I've had been sitting in booths and kids turn around and parents don't fucking do shit about this. Little Johnny just fluffing my like, get your kid. You don't see it now. If I turn around and slap Johnny, you gonna be mad at me. Get your child. His little he eating fucking chicken nuggets and got ketchup and shit all on his hands. And I got this shit in my hair and you just gonna sit there and watch this you shit. You need happen? to make up some good old shit for when kids do that, <laughs> especially white kids. You need to be like, listen, there is a special serum that I use in my hair <laughs> that is accommodating to black skin because, you know, we have melanin is a little bit thicker, but it might be a little acidic for Johnny. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to go in the bathroom and scrub his hands real good and make sure you scrub his hands real good tonight because I just don't want him to get any chemical burns. <laughs> No makeup for shit. They'll be fucked up. They're going, We've got to go, honey. Let's go. We got to get home. And you should very, never touch people's hair. And the very next black person they see, they're going to be like, Oh, <laughs> no, don't you touch her hair. Don't you do it. <laughs> then they're going to look racist. Now I'm going to say it's going to sound racist as hell. Like, Oh, really? <laughs> so, because I'm black? <laughs> yeah, it's just going to have a, a, a domino effect. But yeah, I cannot stand that shit. You see your child eating this greasy ass food and, and he wiping his hands in my hair. Like, I got a problem with that. I know my hair is magnificent. I get it, but you don't need to put your hands in it. It's just, that's not cool. It's not okay. Yeah, just stop. Don't do it. But that's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? Oh! Solange album. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to listen it. Listen to Solange album. I gotta listen to it. Everybody has said it's great. And watch fucking Luke Cage. Cause I'm convinced that Solange wrote Beyonce Lemonade and her <laughs> shit. I I don't even give a fuck. I'm just what I believe now. Solange, she don't give a fuck about shit. I think she wrote Lemonade and was like, listen, Beyonce, I got some shit. And I promise you, this is going to be the shit. This is going to be that shit. She wrote that shit after she whooped Jay-Z ass on the elevator. <laughs> she channeled all of her sister's love that she's supposed to have for this man into a whole thing and then gave it to her. But I like it. It's for it's for black women. I gotta listen to it because I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's just it's just black empowerment. Black women empowerment mainly, but I like it. And watch Luke Cage. Watch Luke Cage. I'm gonna watch an episode of that shit tonight. Fucking amazing. Um, might as well keep going. Watch Atlanta, motherfuckers. Oh that my shit god. is hilarious. Oh my god, best thing ever. That I shit have is, not watched the episode yet and not laughed. That shit is that shit is good. It's so watch funny. Watch Atlanta. Totes. And um, I'm not saying that you have to do this if you were to participate in this next thing, but by Mafia Three. <laughs> you don't have to kill the clansmen if you don't want to. 
I'm sure. But I don't see why you wouldn't. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's nothing against come. Klansmen. You know what? Everything against Klansmen. Just, just wanted say. to let you know. <laughs> everything against them motherfuckers, especially the ones from the 50s and 60s. Yes. Absolutely. Imagine how many Klansmen is like. Imagine how many Klansmen in real life. The old school Klansmen is like, y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't even killed no niggas. Y'all ain't about that life. <laughs> y'all better get out there and get your stripes or your crosses. Oh my God. Just imagine. Imagine the change, the difference in the generations. Yeah. Well, when I was your age, we have a black man on the back of that truck before he can even blink his goddamn eyes and whistles at a white woman. Oh, they probably just died by the, all these interracial couples and the, all these mulatto children running around. I bet they like that uh that frog meme where he about to stick the fuck in the plug. You seen that? Damn, how you ain't seen that? <laughs> I gotta find you one of them memes to check it out. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If that meme got a name, then let me know. Otherwise, it's the meme with the frog with the finna stick the fuck in the plug. <laughs> but anyway. That's all we got. Till we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.